Alright, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And Craig, it's been a long time coming, but, you know, uh, we're finally going to do something tonight. And this has been, this was something that we were hoping to do right after the season was done, but uh, it kind of... I don't know. I guess it's kind of one of those things where I wanted it to be perfect. And it was the first time we're doing this. And I've realized that maybe my ideas of grandeur were a little bit too big. So, so you're, think, you're thinking in your mind how it would be. And it's not turning out that way. Yeah, I, I was maybe I was just going too big. But I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still going to be happy with uh, the results and everything, but uh, what I'm referring to is the long-awaited drawing for the winner of our caption competition that we had weekly uh, during the football season. And I I had these plans. I was like, I'm going to do this cool, like, gift basket thing. Uh, I wanted there to be, like, at least something – Blue Brothers sports cast in there because obviously it's coming from us, but there have been complications with that stuff. And it has, I mean, here we are, we are in June. This has to get done before the new season starts. So, uh, one of our listeners actually, uh, MGO Kirby, uh, Kerbmeister on Twitter. Real Kerbmeister, man. Yeah, he's always great. great. Jumps in com- uh, conversations on Twitter. Uh, we appreciate him listening and participation with everything but he asked about it and i um i was just like you know it's i'm not going to go into everything that i thought that i was going to be able to do with it but like i said i i wanted there to be was it uh not promo products but you know like trinkets kind of thing some other blue brother stuff like a prize best not all blue brothers yeah, but, we weren't thinking like gift cards at mden and yeah, no, that's that. Maybe we could crash their house and do a show at hit their house. Yeah, parachute, you know, parachute maybe, in at their yeah, house. Yeah, like, like it right now, like in the middle of the night. Be kind of cool. Crash oh, in. Kinda, yeah, just show like, up. Like the cool, like the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> it's oh yeah! Just barge through, man. But <laughs> uh, but this is what we do have. So, like I said, there were there were a lot of different things that I wanted to have in it, but unfortunately, like I said, I I think. We're still, uh, as we're trying new things, there's always a learning curve. And I think my um, ideas of grandeur were maybe a little bit too big. Anyways, so we have two things that are going to be in this prize package. One, we already talked about um, when we were originally talking about the competition. And that is a poster of Tom Brady when he played for Michigan. It was actually a photo taken by my photographer friend, Barry Rankin, um, I have the poster here. I'm actually uh, looking at it on my shelf. And so that is good and ready to go. Uh, I will send out a picture of it tomorrow after this episode's been out kind of a little bit for uh, to show people what it is. But then the other item is going to be a $40 MDEN gift card. Right. Uh, that is going to be online, so you can use it online or in the store, if uh, I'm not mistaken, really easy to use. And, of course, everybody knows that everybody can use more stuff from MDEN. So, win-win. But, yep. So, gift card, poster. 
And so we had the caption competition. I'm not going to go through all the people who uh, qualified. Uh, for those of you who maybe weren't here during the season, didn't see it, we picked an image from each uh, Michigan game and put it out there and had people give captions. And we took the best one. Craig and I decided what the best one was. And then those names got entered into this drawing. So I have... Uh, it's already been selected. I have not seen it. I wanted it to be random. So I'm, I, and I'm not trusting this. I put ran- might I, be fixed. I don't even know what it is because honestly, I did. I took numbers for uh, what week they came from, and I threw them in a hat, and I had my wife draw them. So if we have to blame anybody, we can blame my wife. Hmm. Okay. So I am just that. I'm I'm throwing my wife under the bus. No, I'm just kidding. Because then, uh, then the podcast would end because I would be dead and found in a ditch. But, so, uh, we will get, got to get, you know, the suspense going. So, we have, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I don't even know if we should count this. Do you want to take a guess? Huh. That's the price is right wheel, man. Yeah, well, who do you want to guess got the price is right? That's a tough one, man. I'll say Kurt Meisters was funny, man. Well, no, I mean, this was not, this was random. I'm randomly drawing this. So, like, this has no association saying one's better than the other. Okay. So, it is actually, of all people, it's Brandon. Are you serious? Brandon won. You've got to be oh, kidding me. man. I got to see that guy Friday, too. Now I'm mad. I'm mad because <laughs> now I feel like it's going to be uh, – feel like it was let up and just given to him, handed to him. He's undeserving. He's unworthy. Oh, man. Do you have it? what it was? Yeah, it was the one where um, Khalid Hill had that really weird expression on his face. Yeah. And we were asking for captions, and we had several creative ones. And then he uh, was saying that it was uh, there were no words needed; that it was just a fart noise. Right, it looked like he was ripping one. <laughs> right. okay. So yeah, go figure. Well, congratulations, Brandon. Yeah. Oh my word. I know. Okay. Now now we look really great, don't we? Yeah. Well. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Brandon will have the poster and the MDEN gift card. Yeah, I can just hand him. I can uh, just hand it to him. I know. Well, you see him. I don't. I know. But, All right. So the long-waited overdue event is done. So I apologize that that took so long. I I will uh, we'll see what we're gonna try to do for the 2018 season, or 2018 2017 season. I'm not sure if we're gonna do the same thing or not. There's actually a lot more going on for us this year. Uh, yeah, but that I tell you what though, that was a lot of fun though. Yeah, and I I would love to do it where we could give something away to each winner each week, but. Right. I don't know if we can swing that. We will see. Yeah. I'd love to do some stuff because I I listen to other shows and do all these other things with different 
online shows, whether they're podcasts or vodcasts or different things, but how they're able to do fan appreciation stuff. Like, hey, you know, uh, reply to this or just email us or blah, 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 and you get entered into this because we love our listeners and we just want to give something away. We don't have a budget for that, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, you know what? Just do a caption thing. I mean, then you're not tied to anything. You win nothing. Just do a caption. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Well, do the 2017 football season, do a photo caption. And, you know, we got enough Twitter followers that we'll have quite a few people that want to say, but, you know, you just don't win anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We might, we'll probably do the caption thing again, but there might not be a, a prize with that one. We might do a different. Uh, competition thing that will have an actual prize this year, but we'll see. Uh, again, again, maybe my mind is getting away from me, and I'm just getting too big of ideas. So hey, I'm hey. I'm trying to reel myself in. So, anyways, all right that that was a long enough intro. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to announce the winner, and I appreciate everyone who participated. And like I said, uh, like Craig and I were just saying, we're going to be doing something this year, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, and we'll have things planned for when the season starts but we have plenty of different topics to talk with uh football so we had better jump into that to make sure that we have enough time so all right all right all right football time football talk uh, we've got several topics, um, and now all of a sudden I feel like I'm blanking. Um, have, no, not only we have topic, we have topics. Yes, so much There's is what? going on in the world of football. Yeah, and we don't know what to do with it. Um, so you know what? This, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw this out here. You know, you and I always talk about what we're gonna discuss first, and you know kind of do a little bit of homework and a little bit of referencing and what we're going to do. But I will just throw this out right now and give me your take on what, what do you think about it? What, what does it matter? And I just did, I just thought about this in the whole Bob Stoops retiring or oh, okay. stepping down from Oklahoma. You, you want, you just thought of that. You want to talk about yeah, that? I just, yeah. I just thought about that. I totally forgot. You know, I don't think that was part of our no, line. But- that just went down today and yeah that was very well not very last minute i guess but that was today uh i don't have a lot of information on it i was shocked i, I think, was too i think everybody was shocked um yeah, especially close to yeah i mean we're talking a couple months out of the season starting so yeah so i we don't even know if this was planned like they knew this was coming um, don't even really know if it technically was his choice. That's what they're saying it is, that right. he's stepping away. Um, and then I was talking with, uh, and well, actually, of all people, Brandon, and uh, he was mixing up who Bob Soups was, uh, just like visually or whatever, and he thought he was a lot older than he was, so he was just kind of thinking it was an age kind of maybe retirement thing. But I was just like, no, Bob Stoops is not that old. 
Um, oh no. So yeah, no, he was. Uh, He's fifty-six. Uh, yeah, I think he. I was I was asking if he mixed him up with the uh, Kansas State coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he is definitely he's definitely man, he's gotta retire someday. But anyways, um I I've not heard any like there's nothing here. It's not like is it something health related? Is it family related? Yeah, I I am just I almost have no words because I don't even know really what to make of it. Yeah, I mean it's you know, and I'm wondering if it has to just do with the you know the season, and it's kind of you know I think he what won one national championship, and he's been there what eighteen years. He's been there a long time, man. Yeah. So, um, he was in talks. He was in yeah. talks for being right. um, at Michigan, right? Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, of course his name got brought up quite a bit, but. Um, He's a fantastic recruiter. He's just one of those guys where, you know, out of 18 years and having what, always having the top five, top ten recruiting, there were times where, you know, I thought that he was one of those coaches with the, uh, who did great during the season but just couldn't win the big game, you know, at, at times. And, you know, I thought he came up short, and there's a couple times I thought, you know, they should have won and they didn't. And just, I thought there were some bad coaching calls and things like that. But, um, he's, I mean, what is Oklahoma going to do? I mean, we're talking what the big 12. Yeah. What's going on there? I mean, who's there yet now? Texas tech. I mean, they're, they're good, but were they good last year? Not really. You got Texas. Who's just now, well, that rivalry is kind of like, was always like one of the top, rivalries in college football and now you got you know it's texas is kind of just building their way up now so i'm like what's going on oklahoma was always dominating that conference yeah well that was uh you bringing that up is kind of interesting because i was just thinking on how there was that several year stretch where i it felt like baylor and tcu were the big 12 yeah, Baylor, um, you know what happened there. So Yeah, so even though Bob Stoops wasn't always the forefront of the Big 12, he was always right there in, like you said, 18 years. So I don't yeah. know, it is interesting. But um, that uh, image you texted me um, with the yeah. odds, do you, when did, do you know when that came out today? Uh, a couple days ago. Oh, a couple days ago. Okay, all right, then. Because I find it interesting, because this is actually a good segue into the uh, one of the com- one of our conversation yep. topics. Uh, the best odds to win the 2017 national championship, Oklahoma was in the top ten with 15 to one odds, and you know that's going to be affected by Bob Stoops leaving, right? Because yep. that's going to things will probably undoubtedly shake up. With the incoming freshman class with, well, recruits, I guess, wouldn't matter for the 2017 uh, uh, odds. But things right. are it's, it's going to shake things up. So I would not be surprised if those odds are drastically different for Oklahoma, even right now, if Vegas is on top of it. I haven't looked. But, um, yeah, that will be interesting to kind of think about here when we discuss this. Because I'll go through real quickly uh, these odds for the 2017 National Championship 
which came out earlier this week, like Craig said. Alabama at the forefront, of course, at 3-1. to one. Right behind is Ohio State 4-1. to one. Then uh, two teams tied at 7-1 and one with Florida State and USC. Three teams tied at 15-1 to one odds, LSU, Oklahoma, and Michigan. And two teams tied at with 20 to 1 odds, Penn State and Clemson. What is your biggest surprise out of that? Hmm, let's see. I think my biggest surprise, you know, and I'm going to go with. You know what? I'm going to kind of. I, 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 I understand why Ohio's. I get why Ohio was, I think Ohio State's a little bit high because they did lose some key players, um, but they do have JT Barrett still there. But um, you know, maybe LSU's a little bit high. But I would say my mine would be just the fact that Penn State's that high up is a little bit shocking. I know they got their quarterback still, and they got um, uh, Saquon Barkley there at the running back, but I mean, it's pretty high for them to be at 20 to one. So okay. That's a little bit shocker. I guess the LSU would be because I know they're bringing back a lot of guys, but you know, they, they always have struggle. They've, they've struggled lately past couple of years, you know, three or five to five years with quarterback play. So they yeah. haven't really had a true leader. So maybe LSU is the one I'm real more shocked about. So I I would put LSU. Yeah. Um, that is instantly the one I thought of. Honestly, um, you know, I mean, it's going to be the first full year for their new coach because um, he was in there for part of the season, uh, right? Uh, I can't yeah. think of his name. He was just there for part of the season, so he hasn't even had a full season. I know that they have recruited well and they have good players, but they lose Leonard Fournette. Uh, I haven't seen exactly who was directly behind him. So as far as saying like LSU top 10, that's not, I don't find that too crazy, I guess. And I know it's kind of like they're in the middle with 15 to one odds, but it, it was the most surprising to me. Honestly, part of me thinking that there could be a small conspiracy with it because (laughs) if LSU was not there, then the SEC would have only had one team in the top ten. Oh. Wow! Yeah. Did you notice that? I was. I, I was wow! Good pickup. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you're right. I'm like, wow the the big bad SEC. You know, yep. that top. Alabama and LSU, the only two SEC teams, and then you have uh, two uh, ACC teams with Florida State and Clemson. Then both the Big 12 and the Pac-12 have uh, teams with Oklahoma and USC. Of course, things could be changing with Oklahoma. But then the Big 10 comes in and has three teams uh, favored, well, I guess you would say in the top nine here because there are only nine teams listed. So Right. Well, you're right. And LSU still has – they still haven't really named a, a starter, I don't think so. I think they're still kind of up in the air. I mean, I know Etling was one of them, um, a couple other guys, but I just, you know, I think he, he what's the coach over there? What is his name? Matt Canada? Or what's I, his name? I'm going to have to look it up. 
Yeah, but I think, you know, Etling would be the lead candidate over there at LSU. But, um, you know, there's the quarterback's still up to grabs there, I you're believe. Ta- oh. You're talking about Ed Orgeron? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right, Orgeron. I'm sorry. I, I had to look it up. I couldn't remember. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so that's a little bit interesting because, you know, you got right behind him, you got uh, Darnold over at uh, USC, who's fantastic, I think is the best quarterback in this this list right here. He is he is one of the best. He's the best I saw, you know, and he led uh, USC to beat Penn State um, in that championship, so um, in the bowl game. But uh, he's going to be fantastic, and it'll be tough to beat, man. You know, USC's got a lot of great players, so to have LSU right behind them, so you, but you go from seven to one to a fifteen to one drop. I mean, that's pretty drastic. Yeah, so they're yeah. thinking. I mean, they're really right now thinking any of those top four: Alabama, Ohio State, Florida State, USC are going to win it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, well, that could easily be your playoff right there, being from different right? conferences. Yeah, yeah, um, you're right. So yeah, I, the Oklahoma at fifteen to one right after LSU is interesting because with bob stoops being gone so yeah that is with this being earlier in the week uh and them not knowing that that i would imagine that would be different the the three teams that are yeah the three teams leaving oklahoma out just because of that odd situation or their new situation the three teams that i feel are getting uh well i guess there are really only two teams that i feel are giving like people are kind of giving a little bit more benefit to because uh, Vegas has been high on Penn State for whatever odd reason. I mean, yeah, they had a good year last year. I'm not saying that they're not going to be good. But Vegas, this is not a, the first time we've seen Vegas favor Penn State with uh, some stuff. So they yeah. have their reason for that. But the two teams, I'm a little surprised. I mean, we already talked about LSU. But honestly, I feel like Ohio State and Florida State should flip spots. Yeah. Because yeah. I just... Uh, well, they got a proven quarterback too that we went up against. So yeah, and so does Ohio State. But I just feel yeah. well, and then we know how Ohio State's season ended last year in the college football playoff. Right. So I, I don't know. I just feel like this early that yeah. it'd be more reasonable to have Florida State and Ohio State flip. I mean, I would even say in uh, now when I'm looking at this. The fifteen to one Michigan. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I don't know. Michigan fans are going to like this, but I, I, I don't. I wouldn't even have them up on that list just based on not because I don't think they can. It's based on. I don't know what. There's a lot of question marks with this team because we don't know what they're going to do this year. There's a lot of key positions, a lot of offensive positions that are up. You know that we just don't know. What's going to happen? You know, you got running back, you got quarterback, we got some quarterback controversy, we got receivers, we got tight ends, we got uh, even uh, secondaries a little bit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of interchanging going on in there, but we have a great, I'm guessing they're saying 15 to 1 based on our defensive line, and which I think will be probably one of the best in the country. So Michigan being there at 15 to 1 odds is. You know, maybe it's a little bit because of Harbaugh and the way he can coach. But uh, to me, Michigan, I, I think shouldn't even be on this list just based on the fact is that we just don't know. 
I, when I see the four to five games in and we're playing really well, then yeah, I can see that. But it's a little bit, a little bit strange to have them there, I guess. I feel it is generous for them. Honestly, yeah. um, I could, I'd be comfortable with them at 20 to one. Um, yeah. Because I think yeah, that I they're, I think they're that high because of like you were alluding to the defense, and I mean everybody who talks about defense wins championships, so um, I, I think that's part of what's kind of weighing into it, and the potential of having a quote unquote experienced quarterback if Spate is uh, the starter for the season. So we'll kind of see with that. Um, but then again, uh, just so that people, uh, to remind people what the list is, Alabama, Ohio State, Florida State, USC, LSU, Oklahoma, Michigan, Penn State, Clemson. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, might not be a popular opinion, but you and I both feel like that mm, is kind of a little generous for Michigan. But it's early. They always come out like that. So, Well, you know, and Alabama's up there again. I mean, they just reload, and they got uh... – now they got their quarterback is now, you know, he went in as a, I believe a freshman. So he now has a lot of experience in, in the playoffs and in the final. So he knows what he's doing. So that'll be, they'll be tough to beat. And we got a quarterback who obviously their quarterback is mobile and he knows how to run and, well, you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah. If you look about, you look at this now, Go through the, the top three teams right now. Alabama, Ohio State, and Florida State all have uh, quarterbacks who can throw the ball okay. They're not great. I'm sorry, but, you know, Alabama doesn't have a great passing quarterback. Ohio State definitely doesn't. JT Barrett, you know that. Yeah. Florida State, he's okay. He's a lot. I think he's a lot better than the last two because he showed it against us. I agree. And they're all mobile quarterbacks they all run the ball except you get the usc pro style darn all so yeah but then, it's interesting so yeah. yeah so well talking about quarterbacks um this is just like this is just flowing right along one thing into another yeah. um quarterbacks a conversation that we haven't touched on yet uh related to michigan's 2017 season is actually not Michigan's quarterback, but an opponent's quarterback. And that is their first game uh, playing Florida. And they are getting ha- – has it been completely confirmed? Um, it hasn't been confirmed he'll be a starter, no. And, um, but it has been confirmed that he's transferring. Yeah. Okay. Malik Zaire from Notre Dame, who did not start – the entire 2016 season. Uh, I wish I had the information actually in front of me. I'll try to look for it here in a second. Um, but was a quarterback for Notre Dame is transferring to Florida. And interesting opinions are that this is going to be huge for Florida and especially people talking about the Florida-Michigan game then. Well, yeah, and you basically got – he's going to have to earn the job. So, and, you know, and all the jobs you transfer in is going to work. But you know what? What's interesting is is I don't think – I 
think his his transferring the SEC just now ruled that his transfer means that he can start right away. Usually, you, you have to take a year. Yeah, well, tra- yeah, that was the thing. Like, uh, that's what it was. I think it was confirmed that he was transferring, but they were trying to confirm what the SEC rules, which are different <laughs> than. How about that? Yeah. So this is the one time that's uh, the SEC is kind of actually doing something that might not benefit them. Um, right. But he can transfer, but they didn't know if he could play right away. So I, that's the part that I don't know if it's confirmed, if he is going to be allowed to play right away. Uh, everyone is anticipating him to, but I don't know that that is 100% certain yet. Right. So I think he already got his degree at Notre Dame, so maybe that's why. But, uh, but yeah, he's going to have to walk on. And, um, you know, right now it's uh, you got uh, Felipe Franks as the redshirt freshman. So, you know, he's going to have to he's, – he's the leader at Florida. And I think we – I think I remember him at, at uh, Florida. Not a, not a bad quarterback, but uh, – um, I'm not Zaire. I've seen a few of his plays. I mean, the last time I saw him play, he did, you know, he was, he, he lit it up. I have to say against Texas and he, he was outstanding. But then again, when he played Virginia, uh, the next game, he was pretty atrocious. And then he, obviously he went down with an ankle injury. And so that's what happened. But uh, that's when Zaire, um, I mean, Deshaun Kaiser went in and then, Everybody knows where that went. So um, <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. All I know is the way the, the Florida coach works. Uh, I do know that they're, um, he, he, he's not a coach who, um, who particularly comes up with unique plays, but they're, they're designed to, you know, uh, they're kind of like disguised as different plays you know so they they can they're designed to confuse you and stuff like that so to be deceiving so that might uh help them a little bit but i'm not too worried about zaire in his first game if he does start so um do they does it give him an upgrade maybe but i don't think enough that our defensive line is too good for this you know i don't think this florida team has seen a defensive line like this yeah you know, get them a whole lot of trouble. Yep. And uh, Michigan did not play Notre Dame last year, so it's not like he had a common opponent. Um, he played back in 2015, and we did not play them in 2015 either. Because, yeah, that's – oh, no, he did 2014. But the last game we played with them was 2013, wasn't it? Or maybe it yeah. was 2014. Anyways – um, but yeah, I just find it very interesting that they, there's this huge talk about this and I, I don't see it. I mean, I, it's not like he was crazy impressive. You mentioned how he did really good against Texas, but then the next week it was completely different. So he just seems to kind of be back and forth and somebody brought up a really good point. I think it was, uh, LG on Twitter, uh, was just saying that, you know, I don't care who you are, what quarterback you are, but only having three months with a team in preparation for facing a Don Brown defense, I don't see how it's going to happen. Something right. along those lines. So, yeah, I I totally agree with that. I, I mean, it does change things. It's interesting. 
especially coming from a school like Notre Dame. But I... And you got to have time, you know, you have to have that whole uh, mesh. You're meshing and having that um, that relationship you will with your receivers, your tight ends, and your running backs and the whole group. And within three months or two and a half, two and a half months of doing it is going to be tough. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Um, but. I don't know. Most of the Michigan fan base I saw have similar reactions where it's. Well, you know, the interesting thing in this whole, we got two teams. Um, top 15. Okay. What, uh, what is oh, Florida ranked? They, they top 15. Um, I don't know. Forget. But um, we got two quarters. <laughs> we're walking into a game, a big game. I mean, we're talking about, this is actually a pretty big game within the ones that are being played two quarterbacks that are two teams that have question marks at quarterback. Oh yeah. It's just Michigan fans want to say Spate's got this job. No, he doesn't. It's still a controversy. It's still ongoing. And same thing with Florida. So, well, like, like I've said, like I've said before, I feel like there is the majority of the Michigan fan base uh, that is saying, it's Peters is a starter or Spates a starter and they're denying that there's a quarterback competition. That That's just what seems, but we've already talked about that, so we don't really need to talk about that a whole lot anymore. But um, let's look at time here. Oh, we're doing pretty good. We've got some stuff to touch on. Um, hmm. Well, do you want to start off with our our team or the other team for the next topic well let's talk about the other team and then it'll lead to our team okay so. all right so things have been developing for quite some time now and a lot of information came out this week uh most of it yesterday i believe anyways um there has finally been action taken with the whole uh MSU uh, situation with several players. Uh, a lot of information has come out. I have not read all of it, so we are just bringing this up because um, obviously we there's a lot between our school and their school being in the same conference and more than that. But um, they have the three players that are being uh arrested and shoots you know it might be helpful if i actually had that up on my screen do you have that up on your screen the name of the three players yeah okay go yeah. you go i'll i'll go ahead and hand it off to you because i don't want to mess up the names by accident well one of them is uh dimitric dimitric vance 20 years old he's a receiver for michigan state um and of course uh the other one is uh josh king he's the one that's probably going to get the worst trouble for all of them um he's a uh he's kind of like the strong side defensive end for msu so um he got uh, well he's going to be charged with first degree first and third degree criminal sexual misconduct but um and then of course probably the biggest blow is going to be the don corley 
player. If anybody doesn't know Don Corley's receiver for Michigan State, but he was also one of the one of the recruits that Michigan was going after that he was on the fence with, whether coming to Michigan or picking Michigan State. Um, so that would, you know, you never know what people, what guys are going to hook up with. So them losing Don Corley, Don Corley was a four-star recruit, really, really talented. But, um, yeah, those two, Josh King, Demetric Vance, and Donnie Corley. So Yeah. And uh, we won't go into the details. We're kind of basically just touching on this. I mean, uh, there are a lot of details out there. If you want to learn more, you can read about it. We're not going to sit here and uh, yeah, we're not going to read about it. It's, it's just we're it's not going to read pages and pages. Yeah, it's it's not pretty for be forewarned. And like Craig alluded to, uh, King appears to be the one who. Um, was at the forefront of things, I guess would be the easiest to say. And yep. so he might get hit the hardest, uh, but we'll see how kind of it goes. Uh, things came out and then uh, it, here's part of kind of what happened. Things came out on who the players were and then people were uh, wondering kind of what was going on. It's just like, okay, are they suspended or whatever? And then it was kind of just interesting because things came I like it was, one thing right after another and so people were having a conversation about the first thing that came on had all these questions and then something else comes out shortly thereafter answering the questions and causing arguments and all that fun stuff on social media but uh so then after the first information came out of who was affected by this um or being arrested for the situation then uh it was announced that they were dismissed from the program mm mm-hmm. And uh, there was press stuff with uh, D'Antonio and other things. I have not heard that audio, so I will not comment on that. But the, I, I have not really talked to anybody about this, so I'm just very interested because um, I have not really heard about this in any other situations. So I don't know if it has happened and if it has happened, how it was handled. But... The information was made public on who brought – it was a player, another MSU football player, that brought this information out to whoever, whether it was authorities. I believe it was coaching staff. Yeah. And they released the name of that player. Yeah, I don't know. Can you believe it? I I am shocked. And <laughs> I've seen, like, reactions of that on Twitter, but we have not talked about this, Craig. What – how do you react to that? I I would be it just you know what, and you're right. I was shocked, and I was also like, look, we live in a day where you know social media is bad, and you know what, that's the kind of stuff. There's some people out there who are just disturbed, and and who are going to back these guys, and you know what. <laughs> Who might? Let's put it this way: We have there. There's a faction of society out there that actually thinks being a rat, you know what I mean, or being a narc and and calling out people for wrongdoing is a, probably worse than most things out there. Exactly. <laughs> and, and um, and I'm worried about. I mean, we're talking about people who think narking on other players is probably worse than, uh, you know, sexual assault. That's how bad it is out there. But you know what? This is this is, should not have happened. This guy's name should have been closed. Should never have ever been leaked out. It feels 
bad. If I was him, I'd probably just get off of social media and do it, it, it's just not going to end up well. Uh, I hope he's okay. I hope everything works out because he did the right thing. We applaud you because this person, this woman, this girl who actually went through this comes first. This person is probably going to ha- have to go to counseling. Is actually going to need a lot of help get through these years, you know, and I hope she lives a great life, but it's, it's, it's terrible that we have to live, deal with this. Now we have to keep dealing with this kind of stuff happening in schools at Baylor and now at Michigan state. And I applaud the guy that actually who literally just had the guts to come out and say it as, you know, and I wish him well, but, um, this is, that was just, <laughs> I just can't believe it. I was shocked like you. Yeah. I, um, it, it is tough because I instantly thought, I mean, you know, this is a guy whose peers, and I'm not going to mention his name. I mean, not to like, not give him credit, but honestly, it's, I, I cannot imagine that he wanted his name out there. Maybe he did, but I cannot imagine that he did. And I have not seen whether or not that information has been made public. If like it, he is willing to let his name be released, but, um, but if you're really that interested, I guess you can go look for it because it's out there. So anyways, give him credit because this is the thing that so few people would not do. I mean, it's one thing, like, I think, man, you know, how intimidating is that? Because this isn't, this isn't like you see this out in public and you report it. This is your peers. This people, this is football. This is family. Yeah. And so this guy is, essentially what some would consider turning on his family by talking and reporting about this. And so these are his peers and these are not just any peers. These are football peers. So if anyone, I mean, I cannot imagine the things that were going through his head and the possible things that he went through or could go through. And I hope he didn't have to, or doesn't have to, but if there are people that, uh, his peers that don't agree with him and don't uh, on what he did, you get outnumbered by some of your peers in that circle. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. I mean, you're talking about some of the most physically fit athletes um, in college football and they're your peers and you are essentially what some people would say, turning your back on them or ratting, like you said, ratting them out, but you're doing the right thing. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I, I applaud him. I, I, it's something that nobody wants to be stuck in that situation, but he should totally be, um, feel good about doing the right thing in that situation. Well, that's the thing is we have gotten to a part, point to where we have to do the right thing now. I mean, this, some of this stuff takes way too long to get out. Um, at times, you know, I know it's good to get, you know, let the investigation work its way and do the right thing. But, um, you know, you got a guy who saw it, said, you know, said this isn't a right, the right thing. And he did the exactly the right thing. The moral thing to do here was to say, look, this can, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible what happened to this person. And, this can't. This can't happen. We're. Talk, this isn't even the first. This isn't even the three guys. We're talking about Austin Robertson too. Uh, he was another guy from MSU who also got 
uh, sexual assault charges, and he got released by Michigan State. Uh, yeah. You know, and I and I got the I got to see what Coach D'Antonio said on a Big Ten ch- uh, network, and you know, he, him talking about, hey, you know what, the edgy, you know, he was angry. You could tell <laughs> he's always angry, but him saying the education was there, and 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 I think he, I I think he has taken responsibility for a lot of it. Um, he, you know, I like the line he said, I want to make, we're, we're here to not just make good football players, but good people, you know, to do the very best. And that's a great line for him, from him. And I, and, and I sincerely believe him when he is angry, <laughs> you know, you could tell from his face, he was not happy because, you know, it's a, it's a good school, it's a good college. And for this just black cloud over that university, it's going to take a lot of healing. It's going to take a lot of uh, time to get over this. But um, I, I like what Coach D said. I, I think he is sincere. And I think, you know, my part, my question be to you is, do you think, because he is the coach, let's put, you know, what if this happened on the gym? Harbaugh would people be mad at Jim Harbaugh like he didn't he should know about this did you know coach D'Antonio let you know did he was he relaxed in all this I, I mean it's, was he it's, not as involved in with them with the students or the the athletes what role do you think he had in any of this like as far as being part of this group and knowing what goes on in every facet of the game so I I I feel like it's diving in a little deep where I don't, I haven't seen all the information. Um, so I'll just give like a quick brief reaction with it. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. even if it was Jim Harbaugh and like with either of them, like I, I currently am not mad and upset with D'Antonio. Like I, I don't know enough right. and I, I don't know exactly how to react to it because they, they are taking measures with it. I, there's no, from what I'm aware of, sense of cover up or anything uh, took. I mean, it, it was quiet, and they were doing a lot with it before they did anything. Um, so it it's it's just really tough for me to say much more than that. The thing that I will kind of go back to a little bit here, real quick. Um, you talked about before how it's crazy to see how some people are still like supporting the players in this. I know that we've talked about different situations before. Um, but that's usually like right when it comes up, like something's announced, somebody is under investigating for investigation because some woman is saying that they assault, uh, they assaulted her. And our stance is usually, this is really early and hard to tell. Hopefully the truth comes out because if the players at fault do, uh, you know, take measures against the player, if the girl is lying, then take measures that way. This is for uh, like when this first happened and people were kind of like, don't overreact uh, when there were, you know, mostly probably the MSU fans who were saying, you know, uh, you know, oh, it's not that bad. We don't know anything. Quit like saying it's so bad. And they were kind of defending the situation when there wasn't a lot of information. That's not surprising and understandable, uh, like because that's at the beginning of the situation. But here we are months down the road. They... They've looked into this. They found out information, and I don't think that there's any doubt anymore that this did occur. Maybe the details are still trying to be figured out, 
but I don't think there's any doubt. This isn't like at the beginning where there's speculation and things like that. So yeah. I don't think there's room for defense here. And I mean, but if there is, let the truth come out. I mean, yeah, I, I will kind of say that much. So, uh, like I said, uh, we're, no, I agree with you. I'm with you on you know, coach D'Antonio. I think we don't know. Um, and I believe him. I believe what he says. And I think, you know, I think he literally is very angry as far as what happened. And, and, and I think he, him being the leader, he's, he knows that he's going to get the heat for it, regardless if it's his fault or not, you know, that that's just part of leadership role. Um, it happens. Um, and we're talking about, you know, we're, you know, I was talking about the three guys that just, that just dropped uh, the ball, the bomb that just dropped, but we're talking about the other guy in Austin Robinson. Then you had the fallout with Nat, uh, uh, Dr. Nassar from, um, Michigan state, the, the, uh, gymnast yeah. coach, uh, doctor who just had charges on the same exact thing. And, and, you know, and I will say this, that, uh, you know, I've, I, I have firsthand, some of the thing uh, people I do I do have firsthand knowledge on some of that stuff with you know so but I'm not going to get into that but it's one of those things where when you get so much going on there's just so much here Caleb that it's really and I'm that then you start looking at higher levels of this you know you got <laughs> talking four players and then you got uh, you got a doctor that's involved in a lot of stuff, bad things going around. There's so much going on that it's almost like some hammer is going to have to drop. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to get in trouble. And I don't know who it is. It's just a lot of, a lot of things going on, a lot of things in the air. So, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I don't know. I don't know anything. All I know is there's a few things that I do know, but, um, but it's yeah, it's it's a it's a mess. But I'm always one that says, look, you're going to have to go through a, a lot of healing in order to get your program back up and running. Just you know, it's like Baylor and Baylor's the same way. They're just going to have to go through a lot of healing. And my thing is, just you, we have to be there. You got we, we all we can do is pray for the victims in this. I mean, there's just so many victims in this that they often get swept under the rug and we just want to know, let them know that we're thinking about them and praying for them. So, yeah. And, um, ah, there's something that I wanted to tie on to that, but, oh yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're discussing this. I, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit longer than we anticipated, uh, but just talking about it in a general overview, but something to mention before moving on, uh, and this is not a joking matter. I think most of our listeners are good with that and know that and agree with us on that, where it's a sensitive thing. And this is like no joking matter. And there's the rivalry between our, the schools, but in all honesty, this is serious and more, no doubt more important than sports. So like I said, hopefully the truth comes out and uh, people are protected and this type of thing does not happen again with mm-hmm. that being said kind of going back to what you were saying about you know how would this be if Harbaugh was doing it compared to D'Antonio honestly I'm in this 
kind of odd situation. Even though we, you know, we're not fans of Mark D'Antonio, um, like we both just said, it's just kind of like it's hard to tell at this point. But if so, let's flip and say if it, uh, I I feel like if it was uh, if something like this happened for Michigan, I would be more upset and more disappointed uh, just yeah. because it's, you know, the program that we're rooting for and everything. So that that's kind of how I would turn that. But there is a situation with Michigan football where there are questionable things kind of going on. And so yeah. while it's related, and I use that word lightly, it is definitely not an identical situation uh, at all. But there, for those of you who remember, there were issues with Grant Perry uh, from last season. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, got in trouble when it was uh, after two, the mission. Yeah, yeah. The two, mis- yeah. two misdemeanor counts. Yeah. And so he, and then also like he kind of was trying to flee when they were trying to uh, ask him questions at the scene and different things. So he had different issues. He missed some games. Um, and he was, sus- I believe the right word to use would be suspended. He yeah. was not doing team activities and things like that. And it was, hold on, I've got this information here. So, because I want to try, I don't want to read this whole thing, but. Um, do, 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 he was charged with two misdemeanors. Fourth degree criminal assaults, um, and okay, here we go. Uh, Perry was in quotes immediately and indefinitely suspended from all team activities, and this is the specific part that we're highlighting until the legal process is completed. End quote. And so that's the issue that people are having because. Yeah, it's because it's unresolved. It's unresolved, and he is yeah. back with team activities. Right. Yep. So uh, before I go into my thoughts on this, because I was uh, I was kind of the one who recommended that we talk about that this, this one this week. Um, Craig, your thoughts on the Grant Perry situation? Well, I understand why he's back. I mean, because his suspension's ended and he's back. Um and his, you know, it's still unresolved, so you don't know. But um, well, his was his suspension a time limit, or yeah. was yeah, it was I, a time limit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, I said well, was, all you're going by is his, his suspension ended. So, so oh, I, so they they didn't have a time limit on it. They're right. just saying that they ended it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, well, I mean, he's working out with the team. Which doesn't always mean that he's part of the team. You know, he's going to be playing. I think I think a lot of people are kind of missing that. It's just because he's working out with the team doesn't mean he's going to be like the starter or whatever. I think because it's unresolved. You know, you're. It's almost like you're saying, you can't say you're off the team, when let's say, he's not guilty or you know maybe. There's nothing. There's nothing there. So, so you almost we have to be a society almost to you are innocent until proven guilty. Um, 
kind of, you know, we need to get back to that maybe to where it's like, look, you know, I'm all for if he did it and he's charged, then he should be kicked off the team in a heartbeat, just like the MSU guys were. But um, it's a misdemeanor count, so I don't know where that falls in with, you know, the rules as far as Michigan is concerned. I don't know if there, you know, is that warrant a suspension? Does it warrant him getting kicked off the team? I'm still going to wait. Uh, he still has a, a trial date for, I believe, in July. Um, yeah, it got pushed back. Pushed back. So until we know, until July, we don't. We ain't gonna know. I know he had a little bit of possession of alcohol, so he was a a minor, yeah, a minor. But um, <clears throat> but until we know, then I'm not. I'm gonna kind of hold my thoughts till then. Um, until you know, they're not the same as the Michigan State thing. They're just. Not, it's not. It's a misdemeanor, so it's a little, not as major of a incident all around they're not good but you know you got unfortunately we live in a society where levels of you know misconduct is there so um but perry's i'm just gonna hold judgment till i know if you know he's found guilty then yeah i mean i'll be for i think jim harbaugh's gonna do the right thing if he's found i think that's what he told perry look we're gonna wait we're gonna see how this work pans out if it does, then you're probably off the team. I'm sure he told him that. Oh, yeah. Well, sure, you know, I think Jim Harbaugh's not a no-nonsense guy. I think he's looking at Michigan State, and he looked at Baylor, and he's looking a lot. Of, I think Jim Harbaugh's a no-nonsense guy. I think if he knows something's down, he's going he's gonna to cut it, and that's it. So, Well, see, this is where we, we differ because I – I almost feel like they're not looking at those situations because during this time where these things have recently happened and -hmm. people have mishandled them so poorly, and I'm not looking at this and being like, oh, my gosh, they're mishandling this so bad. But you're talking about uh, Penn State happened, then Baylor happened, and and other things happened in there too, but these are like the main ones that you hear about. And then currently the stuff going on with MSU, I feel like you, my approach – and what I think would be appropriate is walking on eggshells and being like, this is a sexual conduct situation, and this is, uh, I don't know the right word to use, but um, just huge right now. This is happening, uh, this is so negative all the time, no matter what, but this is just appearing to run rampant in college football. This is not something that we want to mess around with, and it's just like we need to handle this the right way. So for this to... Say, for them to come out and say that he was immediately and definitely suspended from all team activities until the legal process is completed, specifically saying the legal process is completed, then the legal process is not completed and his suspension is lifted. That is the issue. Now, if they had said that he is immediately and indefinitely suspended from all legal activities until further notice or whatever, it's kind right. of like, okay. Uh, kind of get that, but they set them. I feel like they kind of set themselves up, not to fail, but they they set themselves up bad for this because they're going back on what they said then by bringing him out of his suspension. And just like I said, in the light of everything, it's sa- better to be safer than sorry, in right. my opinion, because uh, there was an article put out there, and this kind of got. Um, the talk going uh, by someone by the name of Tyler Fenwick for, I've actually not read a lot of stuff from this site, but GBM Wolverine.com fan sided 
articles and reports and things like that. So uh, it's titled Michigan Football. Grant Perry should not be back with the Wolverines. Uh, you can read the whole thing. I've retweeted it. I might retweet it again. But um, so uh, going back about it and giving giving his thought, uh, going through details and everything and saying why Grant Perry shouldn't be back with the team. Uh, but then there's also, of course, people commenting on it. And, uh, I mean, they bring up good valid points, and they're talking about, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Yes, that's true, but Michigan said, and, and, but to talk about that, Michigan said that he would not be reinstated until the legal process is complete. And then other people are saying, well, we don't have all the information that the staff does and uh, everything like that. And it's like, yes, true, but right. that doesn't mean the legal process is complete. Right. And but, you're kind of saying that he should be he should be suspended until it's complete and just tell Grant Perry that just say, hey, look, dude, we got to right now there's a buzz. <laughs> there's a big time. This is a big time issue out there with a lot of universities. It's going down and and Grant, you know, I'm sorry, but. We're gonna to have to let this play out till we know for sure what's going on, and you know you can't be involved. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That makes sense. But I also know to the point is there's been a lot of accusations with a lot of players, and I'm gonna go with with, with one already to you is Jordan Lewis. We had one where I thought it was blown way out of proportion. I thought uh, that this person was you know going after him, trying to get uh, what they could and then backtracked on a lot of what they said. So there's a lot of, it's weird. It's like you're get it's, it's tough. You're either, you're right. There's this going on, which is happening and it's disgusting and we need, something's got to happen. But then there's also this flip where it's like, you know, there Sometimes are, it's not accurate, right? It's not yeah. accurate. There's, there are some women out there. They're literally, not telling the truth and they know they can get away with it. So I'm not even, you know, I'm not saying I'm for the, the person, that person either. I'm just, I just want the truth. Yeah. And and and, you're totally right. I mean, there are the different situations, but the thing that I'll go back to, and I cannot remember this, so I cannot say that this is fact, but I don't remember them saying that Jordan Lewis was going to be suspended until the legal process was completed. Right. Right. And that, that's, part of the big huge thing here and then the question is too and i don't know this so i don't know what the details are but why do they keep pushing it back it's like if you want this done get it over with some people are talking and it even came up in the comments here well maybe they're pushing it back because they're negotiating things which is fine which is okay and honestly if they negotiate it maybe and they bring it up here it's just like maybe they're already negotiating things and this is even going to go to trial and it's going to be taken care of and Michigan knows that and that's why Grant Perry's back it's like hey guess what you know what that's fine but we don't know that so we're sitting out here and you're just like you totally went back on what you said the legal process is not complete but he's back now if they had come out and they said this process is in negotiation is going to be finalized here within the week or something like that. Right. And they said, we're bringing him back, back in because this is being resolved. That would even be better than this because there's some answer there, but there is no answer here. He is just from what, right. I, from what I know, there is no answer. So he's just back. So it looks like Michigan is going back on what they said. So it's, I know there's a lot of fine details in there. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I, I'm not saying pointing at them and saying you guys are doing this completely wrong and this is absurd, but something to think about 
is what if this was Michigan State or Ohio State? Michigan fans would be losing their minds. Yep. And they would say, look at what they're doing. They're going back on what they said. Blah, 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 blah. As soon as it flips and goes into somebody else's backyard. We had Michigan State call out Michigan kind of comparing, you know, we I had a guy do that. And then I tell you, and I, look, I understand it, you know, and a lot of Michigan fans are going to say, Hey, look, this is a misdemeanor, man. This isn't, this isn't sexual misconduct in, in the first, second or third degree, you know, this is a misdemeanor. So, and they're treating it as such, but like you said, yeah, I get the process needs to work itself out. And I understand that. Um, I guess part of me just wants to know, you know, do we trust Jim Harbaugh is, you know, and, and I think in a way you want Harbaugh to do, to do the right thing here, you know, and, you know, and I guess you're wondering whether he is or not. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's not so much like the, the right thing, but it's just like stay consistent. And honestly, yeah. like this we're in the eggshell society, you're right. We're, on, yeah. we're all walking on eggshells and you had Baylor case, you had a, you know, Penn state, you just had, Penn State, you know, some stuff go down on there. And, you know, and there's a lot of things going on with the sexual assault. And it's happening a lot. And it's it's got to stop. But um, but you're right. It is a very touchy subject. And I'll tell you what, man, if you're a football player and you're listening or whatever, and I would just, you might as well just stay. <laughs> you might want to just do your football career and just stay away from the ladies for a while. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just be cool but uh yeah it's it's a tough one man yeah well to honestly say i mean and i'm not like trying to get blame on it off of him but this this might not be a harbaugh thing Uh, i mean like it it falls back on harbaugh yes and uh officially he probably signs uh makes the final decision on it harbaugh's got a lot of power in michigan Oh, no, no. I'm not saying he doesn't have a lot of power, but I'm just kind of like there might be other people who are kind of pushing this and taking care of this legal side of things, you know, because Harbaugh does a bunch of different things. In the end, it falls on him. It is him. But I'm not saying like he's the one behind all of this and trying to make it happen. I think it's well, I'm going to throw this out and I know we're running way over, but uh, we do Perry. I mean. Do you think this would get any more legs if Perry was uh, one of our top receivers? I absolutely thought about that, and I was wondering about that too. And that's that's kind of I think thing. it would. I think yeah. it would. Well, I think it would too. But then that brings up the conversation too, where and I'm not saying that this would make it okay, but it's just like why is it so important that he is back right now? Why Why are you doing this? Like it's it doesn't look good, right? So why is it so important that this is happening? That that's one of the things that just confuses me the most because it's just like, you don't have to be doing this. This isn't like during the season where it's just like, crap, we're losing our star player for something and we know that we're negotiating it and it's going to be taken care of. It's it's off-season. No offense to Grant Perry, but it's Grant Perry. Uh, and like I said, uh, it's talking about like that makes it sound like, oh, it'd be okay if it was a star player. That's not what I'm saying. But I just... It's the off season. I mean, if because uh, he's going to be meeting in July, it's just like, dude, just work out on your own. Don't be doing team activities. Yeah, it's going to be sucked that you're not going to be doing the drills with the team, but you can always do the drills on your own at other places. I mean, uh, that happens all the time. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, just keep working, and then you'll get integrated back into it. I don't understand why it's being pushed. I, I don't get it. That's 
the biggest question mark with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Great discussion. Um, yeah. Sure. Not, we won't quit talking about this sooner or later, but um, yeah, it's um it's a good discussion we're having about this. So if you have any, if anybody else have anything to throw in, let us know. That'll be really good to hear everybody else's opinion. So. Yeah, for sure. And actually, uh, so that basically kind of wraps it up. I mean, you were right, Craig. We're definitely going over. Um, so we'll skip any outro or anything. Um, and we'll just kind of close things off here. Long discussion, good discussion. We might touch, uh, retouch on some things next week. I'm sure there'll be more information about some of these situations by then. So, yeah, uh, congrats to Maurice Hurst, ranked number one pass rushing oh, yes. defensive tackle in the country for Michigan. So, Maurice, man, good job, buddy. Now, do it on the football field. Let's get him. Yeah, let's do it. And I guess we kind of have to say congratulations again to Brandon. Yeah. So. Yay, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. He'll be excited for that for sure. But, uh, again, thanks to everybody who participated with that. And, uh, yeah, so it's closer to the weekend than normal. We recorded uh, a little bit later in the week. But uh, we thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the sportscast. We hope you your week goes by fast and the weekend gets here. And we'll finish things off with Go Blue. Go Blue.